Okay. Um, yeah, that you're you're the tenth person to fall on that step. Um, so everybody is. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome back. First of all, the air conditioning is broken. We will have it fixed hopefully in the next couple of days. This is just to separate the men from the boys to see if anybody is so hot they don't come back. Pastor You can take off your jacket. You can take off your tie. I shouldn't say that on national radio, but uh, just for the um, uh, the if you can't find your svarim from last year, please. Uh, Look for them at home or uh, get a new one because we will be uh, using it as our base uh, text for the next year or so. I want to welcome uh, Avram Ackerman, who's now on FaceTime in Rochester. Uh, so we don't lose members this year. They just temporarily relocate. Uh, so uh, he's now, I have a better view of him now than I did before, actually. Uh, I don't need so, AC. That's right, that's right. So you, uh, <laughs> he doesn't need AC. Okay. So uh, that's why he went. He heard about this. So um, if you're ever missing and you need to be on any uh, FaceTime, just uh, call somebody. And, uh, we'll put you on the table over here. Um, we have the last sif. We're in the middle of the Tilchus Tefilas Kalim. We will finish up a few uh, details of Tefilas Kalim over the next few days, and then we will launch into the topic of Cholov. Yisrael and Gavinus Yisrael and like, which will take us a couple of months. I sent out some armakamis because a few people requested it. There was an email that went out if you want to get a head start on those things. So you can, uh, you can do so, but for the first uh, few uh, shirim, we're finishing up the Tzilis Kalim. So if you can turn to the last machaber, it's on page Shin, it's Sif Tez Zion and Simon Kuf Chof. Simon Kuf Chof Tez Zion. Read the Mechaber again. We saw this the last few days of Shir at the end of June. But in case you have not been chazering, we'll go over it right now. This is actually very significant, this last sif. Interesting that Mechaber left it to the end, probably because they didn't want anybody running away with this kula. First you give the whole simon on when you have to be table and how important it is and all the details. And now the Mechaber says, if you're in a pickle... And you didn't do it, and it's Shabbos, and we'll, we'll re-explore that there's Mechlekes, whether you're allowed to be table, Kalim on Shabbos, because it looks like Tikkun Kli, or you're stuck in the middle of nowhere, and you need to use this Kli, then there is the following Eitzah. And you don't want to do it on Shabbos, you have to get into that Mechlekes, which I will give the handout to Mr. Shem soon to document what that Mechlekes is all about. You give it to a guy. This is Harama. Harama with a capital hey. Harama is something you don't normally do and you're trying to get out of a din, which you don't normally do unless you own a lot of chametz and you're doing mechirat chametz, or you own a clean, you need it, and you have a guy around. But it's legit, it works. Harama is no good if it's, it's got to be something that with the Kenyan, whatever you're doing is chal, it just you wouldn't normally be in the business of giving kalim to goyim. And then borrow it back. And then you can use it. If you recall, the Taz is of the opinion that uh, you can't do this for very long because once it's nishtaka biyadai, it becomes sort of something that, you know, you gave it to him, you took it back, and the whole Kenyan is forgotten, and then it's sort of yours again. And there's a big machalik snafranim. How long is that? Does everybody agree or disagree? But the Taz is brought down. You should not be doing this indefinitely. Uh, you're stuck on vacation somewhere and you couldn't do it and you really need this pot. It's not just like an extra glass. I, people call me the shallow time. I say use paper cups. But if it's a pot that they need, uh, a skillet, that's not going to work. So, Akach, you borrow it back, and Mutalish Tamish boy. If you look at Kuflam at Beis, 
He brings down this Taz on page Shen Aleph. Below Tvila, the Shal Klim and Akam ain't so Tvila. You borrow a Klim, you don't require it. Tvila, the Kasa Bataz, the Achta Kanta, and El Lefisha, the Anna Lays the Shabbos, just for that Shabbos Yantav, the Achra Shabbos Arla Tvila, to keep the title of Shamish Baliel, and since you want to use it forever, the Shtaka Biyadan will be back in your hands forever. Have the Kuach, it's like you bought it. So the question is, when, when is it like you bought it? You just gave it, you just took it back. Is that 24 hours later, a week later, a month later? He says you should take care of it right after Shabbos. The dummy Lamashkin shall Akam Yad Yisrael, the title of Shakam Yad, the Sarah Tfilu Canal. The Asian Nechaka has some argue with Sfilu that Filu Mishnash Bel Yelam Hol Vesaysef Ushal, since it's not yours, Lamaisa. You never made a Kenyan to get it back from the guy. Mutabla Tfilu, the Asian Achma Bezer, and therefore what should you do? Mikamakam Afataz, Kasaf Dein Lavarachal Tfilu Zu. When you take it to the Mikvah on Sunday, if you didn't get it back from the guy, if you get it back from the guy, then certainly you do Tfilu. But if you didn't get it back, he disappeared. So now do tefillah even according to the Taz without a bracha or find another kli to make a bracha on because the whole thing is a suffix and that was our maskana last time. Usually what happens is you're on vacation, you find a guy and you don't track him down afterwards. So now the you're not getting it back. So now what? So Taz says, well, if you hold it for a long time, whatever that amount of time is, it's really yours and it's chayv and anyway. But what is that amount of time? And even the Taz says, we're not really sure and you didn't get it back, so be tefillah now without a bracha. Okay, that is the eight. So let's see the Ramah. Top line: Hagav v'chen yasa afilu b'chol. Next page: B'makom she'ain loy mikvah. If you're stuck without it and you can't wait, them over b'shtamish b'kli b'latfila. It's a stamadin. If b'david used it, the food doesn't become treif, which we said at the beginning of the simon. Lanesser mashin shtamish b'avitalenim oid, and you still have to be tevulit. The last tumult we had before the summer, the beginning of the barbecue season. If you remember, many of you were amazed that you have to be tevul the grill. I've been hearing about that all summer. The share might have ended. At the end of June, people came back to me, and they came back, uh, so, uh, uh, is there any makam l'hukul, and is there, is there a tzad? It's pretty preferish that something with the food goes on, as opposed to the rack in your oven, which you don't put food on. It doesn't require a tefillah. The rack on a, on a grill, obviously you're putting your hot dogs and your hamburgers and your steaks on there, and pashas is chayv and tefillah. The only tzad l'hukul is that orcha shoch we mentioned a few months ago, which I actually made a copy of and brought to show you inside, who holds of a general heter that if it's huge, it's not made to move around, then it's not a shame plea. But I don't even, that's Machlechus, and I don't even think the Al-Hashokhan would apply it because some of them are big, but it's, it's made to move because they're removable and you want to clean them. So I really don't think the Al-Hashokhan applies over here, and that would be the only tzad local. And even that's Machlechus, I don't think the Al-Hashokhan would say it over here. So yes, you have to clean them well. Power washed them. One guy from the Shia told me they actually bought new ones because he couldn't clean it. If you can't clean it, you can't be tied with it. So that's what transpired over the summer. Yeah. Well, if you're not mocked with the fact that it has a minimal cost on it, uh, you know. Just, you cut on the yeah, it's, it's not as hummer as uh, Tfilah's Nashim. You know, we allow people to leave tags on if they're proud of the tags and things like that, as we spoke about. But if it's really filthy, I'd be a little hesitant. If you clean it well enough, there's black marks. Those black marks aren't the chatzitza anyway. Matter of fact, they're not a chatzitza. Hochas Tfilah's Nashim. It would, it would uh, somebody called me just last week, it's not uncommon, uh, she had a procedure, and surgeons mark off the procedure with a, I don't know why, black permanent marker. I don't, they couldn't, the hospital can't afford to buy the semi-permanent stuff? Just for Shaila's, Yagdu Tov Yadira? Yeah, but the permanent marker, when do they mark it? Like a, a week before or on the spot? Why? Okay. That marker, that marker comes yes. off with Dr. a Ackerman. little alcohol yes. what? prep. What? With a little alcohol prep, 
Well, this lady called me, tried alcohol and everything else under the sun. And it wasn't coming off. Power washing, yeah. <laughs> so I told her about the grill. She didn't think it was a good sushi. Uh, so, uh, so, call me up. What do I do? I said, you can go. If it has no mamashas, which it doesn't, it's beferish. If it's, if it's only, we try to get off a because we try to do everything perfectly. But even by tefillah's nashim, if, uh, if it doesn't, if it's not raised, you can't feel anything, uh, we allow it. And that was the psak. I just was, don't know why the doctors can't use semi-permanent. Semi-permanent after a week would also still be there. They don't want to take a chance. Permanent mark. When does it come off? When the skin sheds? Like how many months does it take? It comes Sooner or later. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. It used to be you went to the hospital the day before your surgery. So they would do it. They had surgery 30 years, right. 30 years ago. Right. So they, I came to the hospital the day before. The doctor does And now that... You know, it probably was temporary. Uh-huh. Now, and now they, they're doing it a week before. You come in the morning of the surgery. They right. don't want to take chances. They'll mark you up a week before. That way okay, that's what the doctor's saying. Okay. Well, the Maitre Shaya and she couldn't get it off. So um, if you have an Aitza, how to get it off, the doctors can let me know afterwards. Maybe there's something she wasn't using. I would use it then. We try to get everything off. Just that uh, Malcolm, uh, you know. Yes, uh, Avi, you had uh, your hand up? No? What? Turpentine. Turpentine. Does that hurt? It's going to burn the skin. Burn the skin. Then we'll have other Shilas. Okay, yeah. So if you have a grill that's, the gas is connected into the house or something. So that's all good. You can discuss the Achashachim, which I'll show you tomorrow night, probably. You can discuss, you can discuss how a gigantic grill. So if you recall, if you call the Mechubal Akaka, the truth is Maharsham said, if you plug something, it's Mechubal Akaka. And most Achram disagreed. There's a debate whether we should even use that as a Sniflahokal. We certainly don't possibly like that straight away. Should we even use it as a Sniflahokal with other possible Aterim? That's with a plug. If a gas line is actually like Mechubal, that's better. That, that's not just... Maybe not just the Marjan. What? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to help us over here, but that's good for the... If you want the Taina, that the meat is touching the sides of the grill, which would all be incidental, wouldn't, wouldn't trigger a Chiyotzvila anyway. Uh, then you could talk about the grill, but we're not talking about the grill. We're talking about the racks, and the racks are removable. I think so. They're not bottled. They're not bottled because the racks... How do you say the racks... No, but the racks aren't bottled. The racks are racks. The racks are made together. I think we're going to be talking about this next summer also. You guys don't give up. Yeah. It's, yes. Right. Yes. If. If you have a. When people ask me about the uh, non stick frying pan surfaces, the uh, Teflon. So I don't do without a brocha. The Teflon is plastic. Plastic doesn't really require a tefila, but it's the etza metal and it's a very thin coating. So I tell people to do without a brocha. So over here, it's going to be the same shayla. How thick is the coating? And I mean, it's metal. It's metal in there, right? It's, no, it's ceramic coated. Right, steel. it's steel. Okay. But okay. It's ceramic. I mean, it's a nice. So it's a shayla. How thick it is, and you know, I'd be curious. Vis-a-vis Teflon, Teflon's a very thin coating. And the, the debate is, is the Teflon bottle for the metal, that the main thing is the metal. That, that's the shadow over here. I, I'd be curious if you, can, if you can let me know what the specs are on that. I'm sure the, I'm sure the company will tell you exactly how many one hundredth of a millimeter. Uh, the uh, okay, it's probably, I would make a brocha. Chile is, if it's, if it's uh, very thick with the uh, ceramic, would the metal make a difference? But, that, but you know, that, that's going to be part of the debate. Going back to the- 
situation where you, you give it the non-Jewish gift. Right. Let's say you have a business, you own the business, and you have a lot of non-Jewish employees. Right. And you ask them to buy Keurig. Oh, so I'm glad them. you mentioned that. Because twice this week, must be they knew we were getting back to Shear. Two different people called me about the Keurig. And I told I them... Yeah, but the Keurig's a great example because the Keurig has a problem that either it's going to break because of the computer chips, so I'm not sure the water's even going to get in. I'm not even sure that you can't do it to if it wouldn't break. Um, the, the metal inside, deep inside, which is heating the water, the water's got to pass the metal to get heated. Didn't you say they just got disconnected? Yeah, so one way is to get the electrician to, to disconnect it. The other one is to give to the guy and rely on this. Third way is they relied on the Avni Nezer holes that the Avni Nezer seems to say that it's a mitzvah to be table, and if you can't do a mitzvah, it's not a mitzvah, it's not an iser, it's a mitzvah, and if you can't do it, you can't do it. So some go with the Avni Nezer, and others say... So I'm saying, so over here in this case, since you have a tzad that maybe doesn't require a tefillah because you can't, you physically can't... Okay, I was using, a regular coffee pot, I would be telling you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. You have the Taz here to contend with. The Taz holds that to do this long term is not a solution. You know, I'm arguing the Taz, but why start up with Taz you don't have no, to? It's, it's for the office, and everybody uses if it. If it's for Goyim... Well, who owns it? But the, if, if it's Jewish ownership in the office, the Jews own it, and the employees are, are the Goyim, and they're... So the, they're, those, they're purchasing it. I mean, they if they're it. purchasing it for themselves, then it doesn't require to feel at all. Because they bought it. But is it still shutfus? If it's shutfus, it's not high and tefillah. Because the guy still owns it. So if it's still shutfus, you have no problem at all. If the Jewish management told one of the workers to go buy it, we'll reimburse you, and that belongs to the Jewish management, that's where your shaila starts. So just a, a way to approach shailas. If you want to rely on the mekilim, there's, there's nothing medical. But I feel that if you have a shaila once, and you have a machlekes, and you're stuck, and you don't want to do it, okay. Here, every time you drink a cup of coffee, have <laughs> the shaila, whether using a kli is not tefillah's kalim or is... Uh, why get into the shaila if you can either be makna to a guy, which won't take it out of the woods because the taz holds that's only a temporary solution, or have an electrician take, take care of it. Yeah, that, that's why I feel it's, it's kadai to do an eitzah because this is a long-term solution. But again, there are, there are mekilim on the subject. And, uh, the guy should chip in and remain partners. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. That's fine. Okay, so I want to show you where this machalika starts in Orachayim, and then I'll show you the Orachashuchim. You take a look at this. Somebody without tripping, can they give this out? Put a big sign there. Um, I'll show you where this appears in Hilcha Shabbos and Arachayim. Um, welcome back, Rafi. The serious nefesh. Uh, at least, at least, they'll let you out. You got home on time. <laughs> Anybody got one? <coughs> okay, you see in the carbon says Zion, this is Simon Shinchav Gimel. Norachayim, this is the Machlekes he was quoting. And it's interesting, Yeridei, the Machaber, is using the idea how to avoid the Shiloh. He just says, give it to a guy. He's trying to avoid the Shiloh we're going to read about now. Is it Mutter to be table something on Shabbos Yantav? Interesting, when you have a stam at Yeshayim, and the Machaber normally, Machaber is passing like the stam. The stam here that it's mutter to be table on Shabbos Yantif. It's, it's certainly mutter to be the right, so Shaili is, is in his door, it looks like he's being misak in the Kli. So, it starts off, mutter to lahatzvil, Kli Chodesh Atan Tfila, Vyeshayisrin, Vyarishamayim. The Machaber doesn't always do this. This is an interesting case. It's a few times in, in Shulchan Aruch. Usually, stam at Yeshayim, the Machaber knows you know the rule. You pass like the stam, you could be Makal. 
Here, and this appears a few times, here he says, you should be machmer. Yerushamayim, de kulam. Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, that's only for Yerushamayim, it doesn't apply to me. When we get into Chalavakum, um, so it's going to be Lebedik over here, how we classify what Ramesh's heter was, what the Humra is, you know, who, who's, the, who's the Machmer, who's the Baal Nefer, who's the Yerushamayim. So, and Machab is clearly telling you, if you can be Yetzi, get it done on Erev Shabbos, and don't get into the Shailam. And how do you avoid it? Either do it beforehand or if you're stuck. As we just learned in Yeridea. Listen to this trick. If you have a cup, a glass cup, it requires tefila. So instead of giving it to the guy, the Ramah has another idea. Go to the mikvah. Remember, you can't be tefila sometimes it looks like you're being misak in the cleave because you're taking it from Kedushas, Laka Kedushas Gayim to Kedushas Yisrael. So you're changing it, it looks like Tikkun Kli. He says, take it to the mikvah and fill it up from the main mikvah, and it won't look like you're taking it to the mikvah because you're just taking a cup of water. The problem on the American scene is that nobody here would ever take a glass of water from the mikvah. Drink it for sure, and I'm sure you wouldn't even wash your hands with it unless you were the first guy there. Um, it's very heavily chlorinated, so that might be dangerous anyway. So does that change that we say, well, it's not, it's, now it's Nirik and Masakin. Or do we say, no, when they made the Yisra Rabbanon, doing this Misa wasn't Nirik and Masakin, and therefore it's Mutter, whether it's Nirik and Masakin, you know, which is the Pashtas. But that's the Ramah's Eitzim. What about the outside? The outside of the Both. You dip it in, and you go down like this, all the water comes in. Yeah, just walk in whistling, you know, just go over and, you know. Just kneel down. They don't want you near. There's always big signs. Don't go near here with your kalim or whatever. Okay, so find the, find the mikvah that allows it, and you just dip it in. The water comes rushing in, and you're good to go. You take it out. Now, of course, you've got to remember what we learned last, uh, last February about wetting your hands, so letting go for a minute. Uh, that's good. You know, but there's a way to do it where it'll be kosher. Okay. You, by definition... No, no, but no, by definition, you're submerging. You're not. You're not taking another clay and filling it up. That's not what it means. No, 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 no. No, no. If you're not fully submerging. No, you're fully submerging it. You wipe your hands. Whatever. You did whatever eight is supposed to do, and you. It means. It means the water's the water's pouring in. What? You're gonna. Yeah. Whatever you can wipe your hands. Whatever. Assuming you know the rest of the sin, you gotta do it away with. There's no chatzitzim. Okay. So take a look at Sifkat Lamed Hay. Show you something very interesting. Who? Yeah. That's an. I mean, you're asking. You're asking a general Shiloh, but it says Nira Kemesaken. Is this Marasayin for who? So it's not just Marasayin for the next guy. It's Nira Kemesaken that you're going to think, oh, I can fix this place. I can, I can screw in something. So you say, has it helped? So who you're fooling over here? You know you're going to make food because you're not because you want some hot water. So the answer is once they make you do a hecker, so then you know that this is different, this is a special cool law, and you shouldn't extrapolate from here. That's the, so it's not just the Mara. It happens to be Mara science, it's also a Chadjachadarm anyway. So it wouldn't be a Kasha. Once they ask for it, they'd ask for it even in the mikvah, no one's there. But I don't even know if you have to come on to that. The Pasha says once you need a hecker, you'll understand what's going on. Can you go to the mikvah yourself and bring a clean with you? You can do that, and that'll look more strange. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you go to make fun? You have to go down with a clay. And you go, Sir, what are you doing? He says, I'm very attached. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my, exactly. I don't go anywhere without this mug. This is one of my favorites, and I am very insecure. Yeah, I'm <laughs> very insecure. You know, it's not look more. I don't know if you're accomplishing anything by doing that, but 
Yeah, so um, take a look at uh, the Bir Lacha has a very interesting question, which he, take a look at the Mishnah Burr first. Um, take a look at Lamed Vav, the very bottom Mishnah Burr. He adds in an important prop. Normally when you take a clear the mikvah, so you got to make a bracha, right? The Mishnah Burr warns you, if you're doing this on Shabbos, don't make a bracha. Why not? The Oz, don't make a bracha. No one knows the difference. You know, but you're just taking, you need some tea. Filling up some water, no one's the wiser. Except for you. But if you make a bracha, that's a telltale sign. That's Nerika Masakin. Very nice. Okay, so you'll make a bracha. Which is why you shouldn't do this because you're losing the bracha. Try to avoid the whole shaila. Maybe give it to a guy who's a better race, he won't lose the bracha. Okay, but you don't have a guy, this is an etzim. Birlacha asks a kasha, which is a big debate in the Achorinim. And the kasha is as follows. Um, we just spoke about the chatzitz uh, issue with Tilas Nashim. You're aware that one out of seven percent of the population. Unfortunately, maybe slightly less, but approximately one out of seven people go to the mikvah on Friday night. You're aware of that. Um, what happened to Mechsi um, Kemesakin? So the Gemara asked the Shail, is a, is a man or a lady allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos? The Gemara says, no, it's Mechsi Kemeker. It looks like they're just cold water, refreshing, going for a swim. Okay, it's not a lot of swim normally on Shabbos. Put that aside. And uh, it looks like they're just uh, taking a cold bath, which is not Osir Medina, it's Osir Medina now, which they never asked for mikvah scenario. Ah, the mikvahs are hot, it's a different schmooze. But they didn't answer to Az Mechsi Kemesakin, which would have been the same problem as Caleb. The only problem is, so far so good. The only problem is that uh, women, when they go, well, Shabbos, they make a bracha. The Mishabur just says, he certainly can't make a bracha, but then it's going to be Mechsi Kemesakin. That's a very good shayla, which we'll make an attempt to address. Take a look, he has an interesting footnote in the. In the uh, in the Mishnah Brew and the Dishu over here. Take a look. What was that? Don't they usually have a mitzvah lady? So is it unusual for two people to uh, somebody to watch take a bath? The whole thing is strange, you mean? Yeah, okay. So if she's afraid of, you know, every, every pool's a lifeguard and you got have people watching and they don't take chances. Again, the whole thing is we know where she's going. But if you make a bracha, then it's very, very obvious. That's the problem. And they do make brachas. So take a look at. Um, Footnote number 32 in the second paragraph on the next page. Well, we got to explain why it's an exception. It is an exception, but why is it an exception? So, and this guy has to be titled as Klee. You're saying it's more important. You're saying the Klee is not that big, and this is more important. Yeah, you're saying this is. Yeah, this is more important. Okay. Obviously, they're bending over the backwards to be more medical, and they don't want to lose the bracha. That's part of the story, but there's an interesting lumdus over here. Um, take a look. He has a nice shot in 32 in the second paragraph. Edbir, see that? He says, He says, We don't want you to go and say, I can fix a clean and screw in and fix something and, and, and fix it. By, by people, what? No, it's not. That's his chilek. Yeah, it is, but it's not as bad. His chilek is, is that there really is no tikkun you could do in a body that's an Isidoraisa anyway, which he explains. By Caleb, they're more nervous. They don't want to make a bracha. They don't want to be obvious. There is no way to fix up, and he gives an example in the brackets. Putting on makeup, braids, anything they want to do is all in this bottom if it's only temporary. There is no tikkun kli by a person. Even if you sew somebody up at an operation, there's no there's no tikkun by a, by an adam. Well, if you can't really? do it, there is no deraisa. So the gzeir darbanan is more kal. 
And therefore, we're not as worried if she makes a bracha and it looks obvious because this Shem Bamasakin, even though there is a Shem Bamasakin, but it's not as severe as by a clean. Why can't she say she's What was that? She's a Masakin, once she's not in the anymore, so that's Masakin. No, it is a Masakin, but we're not as worried about the Masakin. It's the Masakin, the Xer, the Masakin, is only Atu, a possible. The Sarayis, there's no Sarayis by a human being. There is a Sarayis by a Kli. There are other Sarayis that are taking on the cutting edge of Ranai. Those things are considered. They're Edson Tikkun. Yeah, it's a different Malacha. It's a different Malacha. It's a different Malacha. That's what I'm saying. But that's not Tikkun. Tikkun. When you fix the clay, it's Makabapatish. The Makabapatish is being Masaka and a Kli. That's the category. All these things, yes, it's also a tikkun, but it's a separate cat. So it's a fascinating chilik. They're still, the Gemara is still concerned about it, but it's not as concerned. That, that's the problem. What? Also, midabon, all midabon, all midabon. Yeah, 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 yeah. All midabon, all midabon. So that's that's the chilik he offers. And halacha lemaisa again. The Ramah says this is another answer. If you don't have a guy to give it to him, you could get it done beforehand. So you go to the mikvah and make it look, but don't make a bracha. The other answer is obviously if you didn't take care of it before, give it to a guy, but try to get it back and do that tefillah again without a bracha. And Mitzvah Shem tomorrow, I'll show you the alchashochan, and then Mitzvah Shem will start the chalavakim. Hopefully the.